Welcome to the Blonde and Strong podcast. My name is Shar. This is a podcast of strength and empowerment with each episode dedicated to helping our listeners improve their health, well-being, learn, grow, and unlock their inner strength from the inside out. So I felt called to create this podcast to give a platform for inspirational guests to come and share their knowledge, experience, strength, and hope to empower others and to prove it's possible not only to survive, but to thrive. This is done through open, honest, unfiltered conversations, a safe space for people to be raw and powerful through their vulnerability without shame or judgment. So no topic is off limits as long as it has the intention of empowering the listeners. With that being said, I want to welcome you to episode three, which is a special lockdown edition. Um, My guests today are my sister, Catherine, and our soul sister, Leanne. Welcome. And we're just here to wrap all things lockdown life because all three of us have had three extremely different experiences and thought it would be good just to connect with people about that and just let people know you're not alone out there and we are all in the same storm but definitely have our own boats that we're navigating through that okay so we will start out how we always start out the format's going to be ever so slightly different because like today we have snackage and drinks i have a corona beer no shade i feel like that's just for uh, like continuity for the Corona lockdown episode, right? So we're gonna start with the this or that round. So both of you can just throw out your answers. Okay, nice and quick, ready? Dogs or cats? Dogs. Dogs. <laughs> this is a dog. This is definitely a dog heavy uh, meeting. This we is don't like cats. <laughs> cats are dicks. Okay, um, phone call or text? Text. Um, oh, stupid. Ooh. This does my head in. No, bomb. You're thinking about it from a business point of view, though. No, no, no. No. I, I don't like texting you. No. She does call me. It's she the voice note. It's like voice note if you. Oh, I also prefer you... when you call me Leanne. <laughs> <laughs> okay, beach or mountains? Mountains. Mm. Coffee or tea? Neither. Um, I don't know what to do about Dying that. Home. Tea is my heart. Like, I will drink tea every single day. But then coffee, I love coffee We're American. Too. We're not American. British. Yeah. Okay. City or countryside? Countryside. Without doubt, countryside. Never say. Winter. Oh, like a city break? Okay. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, winter or summer? Winter. God, winter, please. God, winter. Ah, it's meant to not make me think thing. Summer. Uh, connection or isolation? Isolation. You wouldn't think we were such good friends. I know. <laughs> bath or shower? Bath. Shower. For sure. Every night. Yeah. You yeah, are such a bath, bath girl. girl. I'm like, really glad you don't drink tea as well, because yeah. then we definitely couldn't <laughs> be friends. <laughs> you imagine she always had a cup of tea in the bath. What if she said cat? What yeah. if she said cat? I know. Bath and tea? <laughs> well, we won't be friends. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> no. Okay. okay. IQ or EQ? EQ. <laughs> Love or money? Love. Can we keep social distancing? Oh, sorry. sorry. Love <laughs> is what you're supposed to say. No. Love or money? Love, obviously. I think so. Yeah. Depth or width? 
steps yeah. always. Uh, would you rather be right or happy? Depends on the situation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that no one yet has said, but being right makes me happy. No, no, I was literally, I was about to come out of my mouth, yeah. being right makes me happy. Yeah. Can you imagine that, that sweet spot where you're right and happy yeah, is just, it's wonderful. You don't think it's possible for people to just have differing opinions? Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm but thinking it more of in a conflict sort of situation, right? I'm just down with the like trying to be, have an open understanding from where the other person's coming from. I'm like that as well, but it's always nice to be right. right. <laughs> it's, but I see right, like you're almost saying that like the right is um is subjective, but yeah, I'm saying the right is objective. That you know, if someone messes something up and like they're not taking responsibility for it or something, or and you're right in a situation and you're justified and you're correct, that's okay. You don't have to give that up are you to be happy. Are you saying in like, you know, like in a work situation when you're managing yeah. a team of people and you have to be like, yeah, I, I understand <laughs> what you were doing there, but next yeah. time one of those. Which is why I don't have stuff. My watch just spoke to us. I'm not quite sure. I, it's only three days old, this Apple watch, and I don't know how, oh, it might, it's. <laughs> can we, can we ensure that all. Uh, I just phones are switched on to silent are. It's and an Apple, Watch. Apple watches are turned to mute okay anyway what corona lockdown yes. lockdown life right so each one of us has had our own individual experiences throughout all this right different places different i'm trying to turn on silent um so i just thought we would touch on some of the different topics and some of the different issues that people have been facing. So we'll go straight in with the virus itself and how that's impacted anyone. Like have any of us been in, known anyone who's actually had coronavirus? Have you? I've known a you're few people. You're more likely because you're, you're gonna say it. I've known a few people, yeah. I have not. You don't know a single person who's had it? No, I, Natalie, I know of someone who knows someone who's had it, but mm -hmm. I don't know anyone that's have you not, do you know anyone who's had it? I'm convinced that I had it. In like I know a lot of people say they had it. I know some convinced people Convinced I had it, it in, just, in January. Like end of January. Yeah, it's really possible. I'm convinced my mom had it. Our mom really? had it. And that she, yeah, because she ended up having to have a chest x-ray. Remember, she had to take all those steroids. Um, she was on her inhaler. And then, um, and then I ended up getting something. Like, it was weird because it was like, it was like an illness I'd never had before. Like the symptoms were just yeah. weird. And it sat like, I didn't have a sore throat where all my glands were swollen. It sat like in here, almost yeah. like at the top of my chest, like bottom of my throat. Well. I know, I know. Anyway, I, I like to tell the tale. I will say though, that the guy that Natalie knows that did have it said he thought he was going to be in for dinner. Oh. And said, pray for him. No. Wait, was that a text or a phone call? No, but was he? Because but, I would I would text that to you. I'd be like, can I just put a disclaimer out there though that like obviously this is a we're not trying to downplay the seriousness no. of the virus no, by no, any stretch no. because I do know that there have been a lot of people who've been ill. The number of deaths is just insane. Um, however, I think really, Liam, what you're alluding to is the concept of man flu. Yes. Yeah. Right. 
but they do say that women they they have like lesser symptoms right uh more men have died from it than women yeah yeah it seems to affect women a lot less and that very often there's been women who've had it there's been women who've had it and not even known like when they had the antibody test it shows that they've had it and they didn't have any symptoms they've been asymptomatic throughout or they might have just had a bit of something that didn't really didn't feel right Oh God, that's a relief. I know, I know like probably 10 people who had it, you know, like through friends or friends or something. Um, And yeah, they said it was horrible, but I don't know. Oh wait, did they get tested? It's some of the people I know. Oh, did they ever get tested? No. Oh, okay. So they don't know for sure. Carry on. My friend's husband thought he had it when he was teaching. He got tested. Well, I mean, this is the problem is that you can't really tell, but that ends up being the whole like placebo kind uh-huh. of situation yeah. notwithstanding it has been horrific and so i've been living in london this whole time and i live about three quarters of a mile from st thomas's hospital and st thomas's hospital is the epicenter for the country well now birmingham got bad later on but all the first cases and everyone who had coronavirus went to the london hospitals first and uh, it's where boris johnson was and stuff like that when he was sick and it's just been crazy and weird. What? Well, your whole lockdown situation has been so different to say mine and Leanne's because obviously we've been up in the northwest of England. We have so much space yeah. Yeah. Um, and outdoors, moors, just right on our doorstep. Whereas obviously yeah. you've been in an apartment building where the most outdoor you get is to the Tesco that's on the ground floor of your flat, right? Yeah, that's it. So your whole situation has been completely different. To it's us. been totally different to your guys's. Like, there's no green spaces. There's nowhere to go. More different, really. No. <laughs> and it's been really like I remember talking to you guys halfway through, and I know that Leanne was still working the whole time. Yeah. Um, at Tesco and with the cakes, and I know that you had to do a few bits and pieces and stuff. And mom's retired already, but your guys's experience was totally different to our experience like our experience was complete and total lockdown like there was nowhere to go there was nothing to do there was no people on the street there was no people on the street except for homeless that must have been so eerie and creepy (laughs) being in london where it's just this thriving metropolis with Mm -hmm. people everywhere and then to look outside and have it be like the walking dead yeah after the first yeah it was like the walking dead i won't I won't cast any aspersions on the people who were actually outside, but it was, I mean, that is, it was scary. That is the case, isn't it? Like, cause mm. everyone was on lockdown and obviously it hit homeless people really hard because there was nowhere yeah. for them to go. There was nowhere. So I know that the shelter near us is the shelter right near us was throwing people out in the morning mm. and stuff because their, their problem there is if people got coronavirus, they yeah. were like right everyone on top of it, each you know? other. Yeah. Um, and stuff like I had a guy. I had a, there's a homeless guy. I don't think he's homeless, but there was a guy who, he walks around all the time and he bless him. I think he might only be about 24 Mm. or something. And this is the new thing is that, you know, if you're like smoking a cigarette or something, they'll say like, oh, like you have a spare one. You're like, no. And they're like, can I finish yours? Is that like dock me, save me last? It's dock me, save me last. That's exactly what it is. When you're at school. And I was like, and he was I see him say this. I see him say this. And I was like, did you get coronavirus for the last puff on a cigarette? 
not worth it. No, not worth it. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, I am in the twilight zone. This whole thing is the twilight zone. It, it's just, it was so bizarre. Um, it was so surreal. And we cycled up to the city, you know, capital C, the Fleet Street and where the financial district is. And it was deserted. That must have been so creepy. I would have yeah. been like expecting zombies to start like coming out of the buildings lurking. I would not yeah, have been you okay. just looked through a really unusual time, which is pretty cool, right? It is kind of cool. Yeah. Like, so wow. we were, um, we cycled up to Monument, <clears throat> which is Bank. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're deep in the heart of the city there, and there was no one. There was a couple of security guards wandering so cool. around, a couple mm, other cyclists. I'm yeah. nice. I know, yeah. right? Like, I'm I know. just not. Really nice. I'm not a city person. Like mm-hmm. I can go to yeah. London for a couple of days and really enjoy it because I know lots of people there. But it's grimy. It's sure. dirty, so and I actually think it would be such a cool place to be if there was no one there. Absolutely, you can actually appreciate what's there. Nobody wants so it to go back. Nice. I mean, that probably goes on to your other questions. Yeah, it does. Stuff, it but, does. Yeah, so. I can so obviously we've had very different experiences as far as the lockdown situation. My daughter uh, was in her first year at university. So the day before they announced the full lockdown, I'd had to go and collect her from Bath and bring her home. So she's home now until September, which for me has been a really nice experience because it's scary to me to think that I have a daughter that's actually 19 and old enough to be living away at university and she may never come home again. Like that, that could be her, that could just be her adulting and living her life now forever. So, um, and I've spent her entire life working like as a single parent working every single day, sometimes, you know, a full-time job, sometimes, uh, working 40, 50, 60 hours a week. And I've really, you know, that's had to be my focus and, and priority to make sure that I can provide for her and for us. So it's actually been really nice to be off work yeah. um, and, and get to actually spend some real time with her that I may never, ever get the chance to spend with her again. So that's actually been really nice. Well, so Kira, you must know a lot of people everyone. who are yeah, but so many people. My daughter is like the master self-isolator. She's so like lockdown yeah. life for her, nothing has changed. She's really ha- like just introverted and happy spending time on her own. A lot of her friends she speaks to, you know, online anyway. So she's d- doing her thing. Plus she was working. She was doing schoolwork. She had about seven assignments to finish before um, last week. And so she's basically had her head down in the computer and in books and stuff since she came home and now she's free and she won't have anything to do for three months. So this is probably for her where this is going to start getting really difficult where definitely focus her mind on. So we've all had really different um, work situations, right? Cause we all work like just either self-employed or employed Mm -hmm. in different industries we work in. So what's yours been like, Liam? Crazy busy. I have not stopped, not a single day off. Well, I, in fact, I had the first two days off before I thought, fuck this, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> and I decided to do deliveries. So I've not stopped. Ooh, Which is amazing because you've taken what well, in a effect. So just so that everyone's aware, you are the cake lady. I am you the, are cake, the cake lady. The sweetest the thing. Pleasure. 
the sweetest thing cakery, mm-hmm. right? Make the most amazing cakes, wedding cakes. Yeah. I mean, the occasion yeah. cakes have taken over, right, at this point, because weddings have stopped. But wedding cakes were your big thing, and all the weddings got canceled. Yeah. So you've taken what could have been the end of your business. I guess. Flipped it. And you flipped it. Yeah. It's and the I'm people actually, who what has actually it. happened is I've built a whole new client base off the back of it to the point that I'm going to take someone on to so keep going with that so I have managed to what about me I'm here as well I know do you want to come, <laughs> want to come back <laughs> I would love like to big Kate. Kate used to be my apprentice and before she left <laughs> so if, if, but she knows that she can always come back bake the cakes <laughs> but um Eat I was thinking cakes. about this yesterday like because obviously I knew this was happening I was like I remember the first weekend of this and I ran Kate crying yeah. and she's like I was scared you're gonna go down a rabbit hole afterwards but I was worried because of work but not from the financial side of it from the fucking boredom side of it I, I, know. Just like, I know what you're like right in, I had to turn it around and the second that I got that thought into my head about delivery and like my boyfriend was like why don't you fucking get in your car and offer free delivery locally yeah People will be all over it, and they were. Yeah, they I was were, like, yeah. I was like the savior of I know. this fucking town. Like they were know. messaging me, going, "Oh my god, like you've made my weekend. I need brownies." And I did yeah. forty deliveries with one day's notice on that first day. It was hideous, oh wasn't it? After they'd already cleaned me out of all the ingredients in Tesco, so they'd already yeah. baked their own stuff. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say like we. Because everyone was then locked down, right? Mm-hmm. And had nothing to do. And so yeah. what was the first thing everyone tried doing? They were, they were, Baking. Yeah, they wanted to be on GDBR. Couldn't get flour yeah. for love nor money. I was you won't be able to get ingredients. Flour was literally oh. like toilet roll. Yeah, flour was the worst and then sugar. Icing sugar mainly. But um, I managed to source some. And I just said, yeah, I'll just crack on. Yeah. And Incredible. it was amazing. But I mean, I was exhausted. But from then, it's just gone from cupcakes to people wanting little cakes for the little parties and it's good so i'm not bored and i am okay yes and i'm not crying no <laughs> you should honestly i was fucking hysterical it would only that. been like two days it had been two days because and i thought <laughs> someone had died i know i was like what i am a I like huge, okay yeah i'm a massive doer yeah i didn't like i felt instantly trapped mm. i felt like i was I had to stay in my house for ages. So work is always, it's my therapy actually, because it's like an art. So that's kind of how I find my therapy. And I was just instantly like, shit, what am I going to do? But fortunately for me, I've now got a full new side of the business from it that I kind of, I did start with. And it kind of, yeah. And I've gone back. But now what's actually created is a whole other potential side of business that I would keep crazy not to carry on with. So no of course and i guess if you think about it like with being on lockdown if anyone's had a birthday or an anniversary or anything because they can't go out and celebrate it what better way to do that than with cake because everybody loves cake and it feels special yeah i plucked it that way yeah yeah yeah. well do you think it's more um are people trying really hard to get their kids birthday cakes or are you going to adults as well the main thing i get is i because we can't go on holiday or because this i want to make it special i'm like i'm go. Mm-hmm. I'll, go. I'll, I'll do you, I'll Kate. Hook you up. Yeah. So yeah, Amazing. it's obviously a lot. I've missed out on a full wedding season. 
Yeah. And financially, that has hit me every now and yeah. now, which is, it literally started when season is technically April to September. Yeah. Um, so I missed out on that. However, like, I don't want to be fucking smug as anything, but I've also got that income for next year anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I've had an income this year and an income for this year, for next year. So which when you're a small me. business owner is your lifeline. Exactly. Like, I've seen two shops on my street now close. Oh, one no. closed at the end of June. Which is sad because that's it's a really good street. Mm. But you either make it, it either worked for you or it didn't. And, yeah. and like you were food, and food, I guess, is the one thing that thrives, right? At this of time. course, yeah. Plus, you were just so. in the process of opening a new shop, yes. right? So you just actually gone into a bigger premises, yeah, to put that whole dessert bar together, right? Yeah, which was a. And then That's now yeah. it's kind of gone on the back burner, right? It has, but I do think everything happens for a reason. And now I'm so glad that I'm just where I am. Yeah. So I'm one of the lucky ones. I, I love know. that though. That's incredible. Yeah. Love sure. it. Mm. Triumph through adversity. Love it. I think you've just, I think you, you're either someone who can turn it around or you're just not asked <laughs> some people. And I just made it. So I, was, I just turned it around. So, I yeah. know, no, honest, legit, I know people who've just gone, fuck it. Yeah, I can't be honest. Yeah. And their business is on the fucking floor. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, I, I guess I was lucky that I was maybe found, like, I was allowed to trade. Yeah. I want, And I know that, mm -hmm. I know that, but I also know people who still could have done who chose not to. And yeah. That, and, I, and some people not for the reasons of self-isolating or for that reason more... They just couldn't. They just didn't just have really the initiative hard. to yeah. turn it around yeah. for them. Well, and that's that's one of those things. I think there's always like extenuating circumstances. Like depending on what industry you're in, there's different um, legal restrictions on what you can yeah. and can't do. However, I do believe that in any kind of um, business or in anything in life, it is your ability to be able to pivot and innovate that will help 100%. like keep you going so adapt people that can yeah adapt and overcome for sure so it's like in any given situation like in this situation it's like right you can't go out you can't do this this has to close down you have to keep two meters apart well there's certain businesses that immediately looked at what was going on and thought i can capitalize on that i can 100%. keep my or i can oh, completely yeah. change the business that i'm providing mm -hmm. like formula one started inventing new types of respirators yeah, yeah. You know, like they're not going to make huge so amounts. Can't sit on your ass. They've got engineers yeah. who can make that okay. stuff. So yeah. let's just do it. Let's get sure. involved. Or you know, and so there are always ways. But you're right. I think what happens is, is that there's some people who become quite emotionally and psychologically overwhelmed by yeah. the situation. Their mental health um, can take a hit and a plummet. And some people are more resilient than others. And in those situations, when we're looking, you know, your body will go into an element of fight or flight. Um, it, it, it is trying to survive and for some people that's shutting down mm -hmm. and freezing and doing nothing and for some people it's running away and for other people it's just pushing forward and finding new 100%. ways and actually I think a lot of people will come out of this small businesses without a business which oh, could yeah. have yeah. been me so yeah. easily yeah. I could not reopen that shop mm. like because technically what we shut in March April May June four months of rent that I would have had to have found plus bills, plus living. Hard. It is really hard. So I didn't get anything else. Well, 
well, they haven't yeah. got the grounds to keep the shop open, but it's not, yeah. it doesn't pay wages no. and living and things like that. No, that's going to, yeah. I have to keep on working. Yeah. Yeah. I pay a lot of money for my car. Yeah. So what about your... In a completely different industry. Uh, well, no, I'm in. Well, I'm, same. I'm same in a similar. In. I work similar in wine, yeah. and so I work in like a wine bar merchant um, situation, and I'm on furlough, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of people who are still working, and they say, "God, I wish I was on furlough." And you don't, you don't wish you were on furlough. Mom. It is so boring. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any kids. I don't have a dog. I have a boyfriend, but he looks after himself. So I don't really have much to do. And for the first couple of weeks, I was like, yeah, I'll learn a language. In fact, no, I was never like that. No, Other people no, were like that. Which pissed yeah, me off. I know. Who's going to sit and learn a fucking language? You're going to sit and watch Netflix. I don't care what anyone does. <laughs> but the problem is, is that you do get bored of even doing that. And yeah. I'd say about three weeks in, I stopped consuming content of any kind. I stopped playing on my phone. Jeez. I stopped Facebook. I stopped Instagram. I stopped watching TV films i stopped yeah, reading exactly. because i was just like i couldn't take any more information um and so i had to find different things to do so i started cooking a lot but then i got bored of that you know it's been really hard it's hard to i, I honestly don't know what if i had had to stay at home for how long three months is it three it'll be about three months i, don't know, I honestly don't know how i would have passed myself well, well okay, you would have been so a right pain in the ass is what you would have been but this is <laughs> this is one of those interesting things right yeah. so Imagine the three of us, I've been on furlough leave since that, uh, you know, since towards the end of March, mm-hmm. um, you've been on furlough for the same length of time. Um, obviously our living situations are different and we live in different places and, you know, you've got your partner I'm with my daughter, my mom and the, the thing and my dog, doggy. oh my doggy, doggy. Oh, he's up. <laughs> oh, he heard, he heard us he heard. say doggy and he was up. Um, so obviously we have different um, experiences, but for me, furlough leave ended up being an incredible time for me to do all of the things that I've been putting off for years and years and years. And it wasn't that I was intentionally putting them off, but from a time perspective of working a yeah, full-time yeah, job sure, yeah. and whatever job I've done over the last 12 years has been running whatever I'm doing. You know, I'm a manager, a high level manager of doing whatever I'm doing where I'm responsible for a lot of things. Mm. And that takes up a huge amount of my energy and my time. And then when I step away from that, I do certain things for my own self care. But what I wasn't getting to do was completing the courses that I'd started or all of the creative ideas that I had were just coming out in dribs and drabs of content as opposed to actually being able to sit down and write something or produce something. And so for me, the one thing I'd really wanted to do was start a podcast and look where we are on episode three. It took me a little bit longer to get it up and running, but I had done an entire Mm. course. I did like an eight week course, nine week course before I even started the podcast. So like I've been busy. I haven't actually had any spare time and i have kept myself busy i've come to the house and they're always busy and doing shit and it's pissing me off now like i've come up for a bit of a break just they are she and my mom and kira they're just always doing stuff 
And I'm like, leave me alone. Yeah, but I've taken They've part got, like, in. Five, in fact, we've, we're doing this podcast and we have to like wrap it up because my mom has another meeting. Yeah. And then she's got yoga at six and it's just too much. But it's been great. Like my mom has started teaching yoga online. I've been a part of this amazing woman's um, group that my friend has put together where, you know, a group of women are doing like train a training session every morning. Then there's been like a nutrition plan put in place with it. And then there's been group coaching, like a big women's group that all get together three times a week at six o'clock and have a chat and work through, you know, some self-reflection exercises to really help them move forward. And I've loved being involved in all that kind of stuff because that's the kind of stuff I used to do you know, years ago and I get a real buzz out of it. So for me, it's actually been a time for me to work on the things that fill me up and those parts of me that really light me up and I get a lot out of, and really that's being able to connect with other people Mm -hmm. and give something back. So I've, I've actually really, yeah. So now I'm thinking about that. I haven't done any of that shit. She's actually just made me feel bad about myself. Oh no. I'm not even, it's not about the last four weeks. I know. You're a liar. You have been for a run. I did. Cause we've gone for a social distance. I've done a lot of walking, but I'm so tired. (laughs) Yeah. But you've been working crazy. Like I haven't been working like that. So that's the only reason I have time to do this. I think that if I hadn't had the time off, I would have just smashed the training. That would have been my focus because I didn't. I don't think there was another focus that I could have. I would have gone for. But oh, you'd have ended up being some. You'd have ended up training yourself for some kind of crazy yeah, enduro, yeah, so. like race or something, which yeah, would be. And I'm not trying like an Ironman. What, but it just goes that? to show, though. Yeah. Like Do you wish you could have changed it. No. No. Exactly. No. No. I think that you yeah, it anyway, if you wanted, you wouldn't need to all of that is fantastic, but it's really important to remember that. And I don't, I really feel like you guys have, have had a different experience, to, for you, particularly you? me oh my God, for sure. in this group, but it's so many people across the country. Now we're looking at what, I mean, probably by the time this goes out. Also just to say that you've moved in with your boyfriend. Literally, literally the week literally before lockdown. The week yeah. before so we had planned to move in together on the 31st of march (laughs) that was our that was our actual move-in date and um then lockdown happened and he was like coming over to my flat and we were like grabbing stuff and ubering back because once lockdown hit i think was it the sunday or the monday so i moved in on the saturday yeah yeah, yeah. i moved on the saturday and so it was kind of a week before we were expecting um regardless of whether it was a week before you've just been in fucking isolation with a man you've never lived with yeah yeah and you guys have done well you've done really well. we've done incredibly well and i've learned so much about each, we've learned so much about each other and i haven't say i wouldn't say it was a bad thing no. as such, especially our age we're both 37 and you know if we'd been like a 20 yeah if we'd been 20 we probably would have gone through nice. relationship boot camp it's almost it like is. born survivor yeah, it's no fucking instructor yeah like, say no one knows who dares wins stuck him? on an island yeah. oh, he's doing well. i hate him no no no. we've done so well and i'm really excited um to go back and see him and stuff and so i to... think you've done well because now you've got like you've got you're the mom and the daughter again like i think that's tough Oh yeah. I mean, there was a real adjustment period for sure. But, um, what it's actually allowed us to do is work a lot on our relationships and actually improve them. So we've actually had the difficult conversations that you, you know, when you move out, 
and you don't see your family all the time, if something crops up, I'm really good at just not seeing her yeah. for a few months or like seeing them for a few months. And then, then it doesn't matter anymore. You yeah. just forget like yeah. that it happened, you know, whatever. Whereas we made a very concerted effort to learn how to communicate more effectively about things and actually work through some real old shit mm. that doesn't even, it, it doesn't apply anymore. It's stuff that was relevant when I was, 15, 16 years old. Like it's not relevant anymore. These things aren't who I am. Like, so it's like relearning oh. each other. I do want, okay, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, what if you two lived together in lockdown? Well, you know, I actually you know what? think I, it would have yeah. been the same. I think me and Catherine this would have done thing, okay. Is that once again, I don't like, and I, I know this is a positive podcast, you know. <laughs> no, this, no, it's it, about but, real. Well, it's yeah. okay. Well, then it's about real. Then all the stuff Shard is doing is like an alien universe to the world I've been living in. Yeah. Which like, is because I don't, in London, everything is dead. Like people yeah. have been dying. Yeah. You know, there's, I hear an ambulance every two minutes. Yeah. It's horrible down there and it's hideous. And it's you right. guys can go out onto the hills and yeah. you don't see a person for miles and you can escape but there is no escape for us and it has been awful. And so up here, I think it's been more considerations about being in the house together. How am I going to stay still? How am I going to do this isolation thing? I can't be asked going grocery shopping and waiting in line. Whereas down there, well, no, it kind of relates to that. And, but down there, it's like you go to the supermarket and you see someone cough and you're like, fuck, I'm going to die now. Like, you know, it's, it's been so intense that you don't really have time to be doing things like, like it's really hard to get your brain around doing things creative and doing things that are fulfilling and stuff when you're in actual crisis. Yeah. And that was my experience for the first like six weeks. Yeah. It was actual crisis. It was hideous. It was scary. You know, I was really, for the first couple of weeks, I was really scared. Like it was very, everyone around was frightened. It was intense. It was so intense. And so that was the situation. Now, the first week of the first week that we knew before lockdown, the week before that we knew it was coming and we knew everything was happening. My friend Jane, who lives in London, was in Nepal, which was insane. Yeah, and she got stuck in Nepal because of coronavirus. And I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. And she kept messaging me going like, oh my God, now I'm going to come back and I'm going to have to quarantine for two weeks and self-isolate. And I'm like, listen, love, we're well past self-isolating now. The entire country's in lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And then I, she was like, she came back and I knew I had to get out of her house because I was living with her at the time. I had to get out of her flat as quick as possible because she is not someone who could have coped doing isolation with someone. No. no. Which she's very welcome. She knows. She knows <laughs> yeah. that. We know you. And I had to get out as quick as possible. And she was like, buddy, how, I mean, I mean, can you imagine if you had to do it with you and your sister in one place? And she actually said that. And I was like, I'm not being funny, Jane, but people are dying. This is like, this is not, this is not normal. Yeah. Nothing is normal. Are you telling me, me and Sharda decide to live together? No. But if we're in the same space because going outside is dangerous. Yeah, you've been I'm pretty out. sure we could figure it out. We'd fight. Yeah, but oh to my be God, fair, we'd fight so yeah, much. But, uh, but you, you say that. You say that. But okay, so like, 
I'm fighting about not fighting. I no. feel like our, like even our whole lockdown experiences yeah. have been very different, but part of that is environmental. And also part of that is just how we process information and how both sure. of us function, our personality types yeah. and who we are as people, Absolutely. right? You and I are like super chalk and cheese, completely different. But what I do think we're quite good at over, it's taken us a lot of years, but I think what we're actually very good at, even though we don't agree on a huge amount of stuff, is yeah. I think we're very good now at just accepting each other for who we are. We understand where the other person's coming from. Yeah. It doesn't mean we agree with it, but I think we're quite good at agreeing to disagree when we need to. And we don't let it, like we bicker like over bicker stuff like, yeah. because we have completely it's weird because we grew up in the same house but i feel like we even have like different values and like I would agree it's that. crazy but well, i don't that's not like that's not a nurture or nature that's a nature thing not a nurture thing yeah yeah so you know, but because actually sorry when i when i think about it we do have very similar values because i was talking to james my boyfriend about it about something you know like coming up here i think for a week is how you and your sister gonna be okay I'm everybody like, says that and i'm always <laughs> like we're gonna be fine like i don't even know no, what your problem is I know I totally shamed Jane because she was like, oh my God, you could never cope you and your sister living together. And I was like, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. Like, do people understand the fact? And I'm not being funny. (laughs) Like, uh, I've I've seen you guys the last few days. Yeah, but I was incredibly aware. And it feels funny now and it feels different now. But at the time, it was like... If we can't pull the number of people who are being isolated in dangerous situations, exactly that harrowing situations, children, women, men. Yeah, it. I was like, I can, I can fucking sit with my sister for six weeks. Yeah, it's not a big. So So for me, for me, I had no sort of concept. It, it honestly didn't even occur to me. Me neither. But it, because it would have been necessary. No, it would have been necessary. You would have done. You definitely would have done it. Yeah. But you would have fucking fallen out. Yeah, we would have fallen out. Yeah, sure. At some point. But I actually think we do what, if it was just me and her in the house we and wouldn't. nobody else, we'd be absolutely, yeah, fine. absolutely fine. Me and her are fine when it's just the two of us. Yeah. It's when We're a like third that. party gets thrown yeah. into the mix. We're like the, this is something I was listening to a book and Einstein, it was some Einstein thing in it. It's not the theory of relativity or something, but it's like a scientific theory that once something's observed, it changes because it's observed uh-huh. not be like and That's just the so pure true. action of seeing something yeah it changes the thing and that is what me and Charter are like yeah, when there's the two of us yeah we would maybe we tiny tiny little bicker but we all one separate. of us would just separate we, we just go somewhere else bad. but when there's someone else there it's like fucking showtime <laughs> that's what it turns in that's how i feel about it like, it just turns into it a bit of a like show, show ponies <laughs> So I just sit like I, I wanted to do this podcast because I knew how much comedy gold okay. it could be. Right. Well, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there, definitely. But I think so. Sorry, I was just gonna say I was gonna give you a quick example of how bad it could be. Obviously, mm. apart from people dying. But one of my friends, obviously, is they've got a long-term partner, but he has businesses, and a guy came from France, a friend to work for him. And lockdown happened, and they had a lodger till last week. Oh, oh my God! An alcoholic. What the husband or the no the, the lodger? The lodger. Are you sure he's not just French? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's British. Sorry, he's British. British. Oh, he's in they live in That's why they knew each other. Oh no! 
but he was that desperate to leave in the end and they felt the same obviously I'm sure. the nicest way oh that God. he left and just went on, on the hope that he could get back, oh back to Paris. But she was like, I, I see her a lot and she was um she must have been losing her mind. She was losing her mind. She's like, oh, have, we have no time together, me and me and Rich asshole. Oh like gosh. imagine an alcoholic being like in there, stuck in there, it's just like we've got nothing to talk about. Like I'm cleaning up after him all the time. <gasps> and oh, I couldn't oh, I couldn't that's awful. No, it's so it, that's yeah. a bad situation. I mean that is a bad situation, but like what I would like to say is that the three of us represent three very different uh situations and circumstances within the lockdown um what we don't represent are all of the other people who have either had coronavirus lost people because of coronavirus have been you know part of the nhs who are having to work and um serve the people who are ill um, there are also people on lockdown with abusive partners, mm -hmm. abuse, you know, children, like child abuse, domestic violence. The numbers have doubled oh during God. lockdown. Um, I can't, you know, so my heart goes out to people living in unsafe situations. And obviously, you know, just on a side note, if anybody is living in an unsafe situation and they're concerned, yeah. please make sure that you reach out for help. Um, I know that Shout is a great um, resource for that, and they have a free yeah. text that you, uh, a text number that you can just reach out to, and someone will be in contact with you. They can even contact the police for you if that's what you need. Please don't stay alone um, and, and not reach out for help if you need it, because what I do know, uh, having lived in those situations myself, is that anything like this will only compound the matter it will be like living in a pressure cooker and whatever you were going through before will be magnified now and, and i completely understand that and obviously we've been very fortunate to not be dealing with those situations but we aren't uh, unsensitive to them and we do completely understand that that is going on and yeah. we've lived you know me and my sister i can't speak for liam but uh, my sister and i have lived in situations that aren't great and i'm sure neither one of us would have wanted to be locked down you know years and years ago no. um so i'm definitely happy with the situation that i'm locked down in at the yeah. moment and nothing that i've done over like i wasn't trying to say what i've done over lockdown is what everyone should be doing like i feel like in these kinds of unprecedented times these dramatic situations where there's everyone is flooded with feelings emotions fear being one of the main ones and and fear is a real mm. driver for some crazy shit to go on uh, and some really poor decisions to be made. Yeah, yeah massively. Um, everyone is just out where they're at and everyone has their own circumstances and you can only do the best you can in this moment. And sometimes the best you can do is just getting out of bed in the morning. Sometimes the best you can do is just waking up in the morning. You know, it, it doesn't really matter. We've all been there as well. Like I've been in that situation where getting up and being creative and doing all of these things wouldn't have been at the forefront of my mind because I'd have just been trying to survive my day. I've just am at a point in my life where this has almost been like a freedom for me. And, you know, I've been on furlough leave. I don't know if I'm even going to go back to work. I don't know what's going to happen with the industry that I'm in we have way more regulations on what we do. So um, I don't even know what my future is gonna look like. And that has a lot of fear attached to it, but I'm just trying to trust the process, trust the universe has everything in hand. 
um, and try and make the most of a really difficult situation. So that being said, it takes us to something that's definitely not as serious, but has been a very, very big part of lockdown life. I'd like to bring us to the grooming topic, ladies. Now I, I washed my hair today for this. <laughs> so we have one of us washed our hair today. <laughs> Who was it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Certainly wasn't me, guys. You're so, icing sugar hair. Thanks, always. <laughs> when it comes Not to usually. grooming, I think people have been you've seen those memes about like, you know, women are gonna end up looking mm -hmm. like, you know, just bald, crotchety, horrible, you know, yes. old yeah. people. But it's not just women that are having the grooming issues, right? We've got men with COVID cuts oh. looking like absolute like reprobates. They look off. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's a bit, it's crazy. Oh uh, yeah. I've seen some awful, awful, oh my God, awful, I've seen terrible videos, things. Like really bad. Do you see Chris Evans shaved his dog? No, no. Captain America, Chris no. Evans shaved his dog by accident because his dog moved when he was like near him and tonight just has a ball patch. And I was like, oh God, the poor dog. I think uh, that's probably one of the things that our generation has found really difficult. I mean, talk about first world problems. 100%. It's Which a first world problem, but it's, it's, a problem. it's a big problem because it is connected to. So I had my friend, she struggled massively in lockdown. And I say you could call it a lot of different things. But I think the biggest thing that affected her was her change of routine. Yeah. And grooming and beauty comes into that. Oh, really? Aware of that as well. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm talking, no, no, no. I'm not, not about routine in general. And grooming and your beauty visits and things like that are part of a routine. And so I think, although it does sound like a first world problem, it is connected to those ideas of mental health, those ideas of routine, the the way that everything's been upended, you know. Where you feel comfortable. Like, where you feel comfortable. We are. Can you imagine if someone was like, you know, those people who can't go out without makeup? Yeah. And what if they were like, you can't have anything done. Yeah, they they can't even go outside. No, no, and the humans are creatures of habit, right? Hundred percent. So yeah. once that gets flipped, turned upside down, it does have a bit of anxiety and things attached to oh it. And gosh. unfortunately, if you think like when it comes to grooming, we're talking about like not washing your hair, living off. I mean, I've been through more dry shampoo, like women with i i have had all of these things by the way so i'm not well, i've never had hair extensions I but have all I have them. like all she the has, girls yeah, at my now, work, right? hair extensions yeah. eyelash you know the false eyelashes um you know people i think are feeling like they have alopecia you know they've got like no all their hair extensions have come out yeah, no false is. eyelashes their eyebrows or i mean i don't do my eyebrows so this is not an issue for me but i think i have to paint mine on to do so i'm growing mine out because one of them grows really well and the other one doesn't which is perfect timing to grow them out it is except for i've grown it out and it turns out yeah i was completely it's correct that one does not grow at yeah. all and so I this one's like super thick and this one has a massive i look like e17 <laughs> it's like, fucking, like a massive gap like going through here it's awful blazing spots <laughs> Seconds to do that, wasn't like, was it? No, there was a see you at the crossroads. Oh, were there? Is that not the one? There was like 20 of them, wasn't there? There's like 20 of them, yeah. Okay, what's that? Who's 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 that?
would if you could go and get them have gone and got the wax four weeks ago yeah. would you have stopped the bra would you have just gone and Okay, well, I mean, I'm being a little silly because I know because I actually don't have them done that much anymore anyway. No, because I like them to be thick. Yeah, but I have to draw them to be thick. Yeah, because they don't grow straight. They don't grow at the same thickness, and so when I go and have them done, they always strip them off. So I go very, very rarely. Yes, but now I definitely would have gone during this time of lockdown. Okay, so terrible. We've got. I mean, I was on the Facetime. Like you remember, like her eyebrows are thick. Yeah, and like I thought they would have a shape like hers. No. Uh, they do not. Do hers have They're a shape? Brows. Yeah, hers have a bit of a shape. Like, why do my eyelids have eyelashes? Uh, have eyebrows on them? <laughs> <laughs> why do eyelids have eyelashes? It's like eyebrows down here. on them. It's like I down know. here. I know, but you have to just pluck right. them. That's just the way it is. Yeah. So now I'm only plucking. So I'll actually put them on and then pluck around it. Okay. Don't do not. Who do well, their own? They're not. Well, they yeah. are, but they're not because they're also the ones that have to stay shut the longest yeah, because everything's so hands on. And you have to bear in mind, like eyebrows look great. All. But they must have a waiting list as long as I don't know yes. what. Like, so I have a lot of friends that have, uh, you know, that they have Botox and fillers and things like that. And so they've been on lockdown now and they have wrinkles. You can see that their faces uh, starting to shift. I mean, a I, friend of mine, I was on FaceTime to her the other day and she's like, fuck my forehead so fucking wrinkly I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself and what you don't realize is that actually people are already stressed about being trapped in their house and then they're looking at themselves and their faces are changing because they basically like they've had some kind of treatment to help freeze I'm more interested I'm more interested in the women and men and men out there who have secret little bits of bobo and their partner they don't tell their partner that when they're going to the gym they're actually getting shit pumped into their face and their ass and their pecs or whatever they're doing and all of a sudden yeah pec fillers no one has pec fillers that's not possible maybe kelly they have pec implants. Pec they have pec implants. Comment that would below. be a whole sort of And now all of a operation. sudden, like, what if you woke up one morning and like, <laughs> you were like, eh. I feel like mine does I go don't over like, I don't, I, I make cakes for a living, so my hair doesn't really get washed. She uses ice and sugar my as a shampoo. Like, it's, I don't yeah. have much of a massive routine in terms of that, but I have, I do like a good brow. I know. I, but yeah, but yours look incredible. Look at him. Yeah, but you've done a good job, right? I yeah, mean, you didn't see her the other day when she showed up with tint on, and they were like this thick, like slug. Yes, she got out of her car. She goes, "I got tint on. Don't judge." And just <laughs> <laughs> two moments, I'll, 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 got tint on. These aren't slug eyebrows. She saw your eyebrows coming before she saw you. I bet you look yeah. like Bert and Ernie. <laughs> it's not the first time I've done. Every time I have my, I see her all the time like that. I know. I I would kill for a pedicure. Yeah, like I bad. would oh god that's been the thing like I had false so obviously I have my own things that I have that I do I'm not one of those girls that spends loads of time having treatments done and stuff I I don't so do my expensive. eyebrows I don't do anything like that but I was having my nails like I had a little treatment thing done on my nails every three weeks and I haven't been able to do that and Aww. my nails have been a mess and then I <gasps> oh ordered, you're biting had, them again and because I haven't had that I I bite the skin around yeah. my nails and that gets worse the more stressed I get. 
And whereas I've actually been really calm and quite a lot of peace while I've been um, on lockdown, I've also had, there's been a lot of uncertainty. And what I've noticed is that over the last couple of weeks in mm. particular, I've been biting a lot more because I don't have my nails done. So for me, that's a really big thing. Um, I always worry a bit about, you know, with all of this grooming, the facial aesthetics and all the treatments that we have done, the hair extensions, the eyelashes, the Botox, the fillers, the lip, you know, lips, head, everything. So much of that, I know some women do it uh, and for them, it's what gives them their self-worth, which is always a little bit worrying and probably a podcast for another day. Um, I do it for my own reasons. I definitely don't do it for anybody else. And I haven't, I haven't had anything like that. Obviously I can't have anything like that done while we're on lockdown, but I feel like I do. Okay. Although my sister's nickname for me, you know, people, my, I will never lie. I have Botox. I have Botox done. I have it on my forehead and just around here. But then my little sister's nickname for me was Ramsey. I never, it wasn't a nickname Such like I called bitch. you that, but yes, you d- I, mean, I never you'd be was like, chill out, Ramsey. I was- <laughs> like we would get in a fight. We'd be fighting about, so, so as I get, I as I get that. really I stressed and when and I get like angry, this, like, like my forehead would all be like, be like and she'd be like, fucking chill oh, out, man. Ramsey. And I'd be like, I've got, and I have never been like, I know when she started getting little bits and pieces, my mom was like really upset because she just doesn't feel it's necessary she's her daughter she She, thinks she's perfect but i was like mom you cannot blame her for getting botox (laughs) she had gordon ramsay's forehead nobody even noticed no no they just thought it was was so so natural it was so wrinkly i still have like movement it's but then you had the lips and i wasn't sure about that because then she was like but the lips and i was like but now your face looks unbalanced so now you're gonna have to have cheek fillers and then all of a sudden you're in yeah who can be us oh yeah but i I feel like you went down the you didn't you went to the wrong person oh i think i went at the wrong time what time of life oh that's yeah that's a no-go 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 i do think that i do want it again but then i'm like the commitment of that is too much for me stuff like that not bothered yeah it's like fake nails and fake lashes yeah, once you have it yes. you cannot not have it because you imagine feel that, imagine how much money so yeah so that's well the this thing, is the other thing thinking about money and i was thinking about what you're saying which is who are we really doing it for yeah now yeah of course it is it's a thousand percent lockdown chat people's yeah, mental health is under no, the microscope off. right now no no because no, no, you're thinking who are you really doing it for so Say you know women like that who go out with full face, like Essex, Towie is what I meant, whatever, Mm -hmm. Towie face, right? Mm -hmm. Just to the supermarket. Who are they doing it for? They all say themselves because that's what's fashionable to say. No. But if you're doing it for yourself because your self-esteem is so low. Yeah, it's it's low self-esteem for most most people. Mm -hmm. And most of the people that I know, I'll always be like, she bought this dress. Yeah. So have they been... been I have a counter. (laughs) She unfollowed you all on Instagram because she's so sick of you. She sent me screenshots of them all first, though. She's like, unfollowed this person? I was like, oh. (laughs) I have an alternative to that. So for me, personally, in lockdown, I know that for the first couple of weeks, I lived in my gym clothes yeah. or my joggers and I didn't wash my hair. I maybe washed it once a week and, I, you know, dry shampoo if it got really bad. And then um, 
I decided for myself that mm -hmm. I was going to get up, have a shower, like mm -hmm. do my workout, yeah, yeah, put, re put real life clothes on and a layer of makeup, nothing major, but just something. And I did it. I never left the house. I wasn't doing it for anyone outside. I did I it for understand. me because I, I wanted to feel like I'd achieved something for the day. It helped me be more productive. It helped me yes. get more done. Whereas if I'm sitting slobbing in my joggers or whatever, or my gym clothes, the chances of me actually doing anything are far less. I'm in super chill mode because I work all the time. And then when I come home, I get straight into my joggers. It's like almost like a a mental thing, right? I get into my chill yeah. clothes and then I do absolutely nothing. I, well, I mean, I hadn't finished my thought. Like I wasn't saying that's what I did. I was no, 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 no. I wasn't saying like your alternative is exactly what I was going to say next. Is okay. it like, what did you do before? What do you do now? What will you do after? Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying anything. There's no judgment or even input about any of those, but that oh, is a really that. interesting thing. Yeah. So before Oh, I was oh, really so, stressed, man. You've been missing some beds up here. But it's been super beds. sunny. I've got I've, a cracking tan. Oh. Oh, you've been working. Fair law. Fair, that fair law versus work. I haven't, I, I haven't, like I've done, I've done no tanning apart no, you're right. these two days. You can see that her chest is about eight shades darker yeah, than her no, face, and as soon as That's because I put factor 50 on my face. You have to. I'm getting old. Yeah, I know. Right. Got but as soon as the sun shines, I instantly want to go on the sunbed. I want to. I want the glow, the instant glow. As soon as the sun shines, yeah, I want to go sunbed. Sunbed. Yeah, ironically, it's weird because it, because you want to feel better with the tan, and I usually don't have time to tan, which oh, okay, most yeah, people yeah. don't. So I want the tan. So it's sunny outside, so you want to look like that you're yeah, part so of what's going on. Yeah, the one thing that I have missed in terms of that is sunbed. Do you think you can get coronavirus from laying on someone else's like wet sweat? Yeah, from the sunbed. I was kidding, but I mean, do you <laughs> yeah, want I guess I have thought about that. <laughs> Probably the Fourth of July. I mean, they're easy I'm, to sanitize. Of course they are. You got that suit anyway, it's unless you're dirty. Anyway, dirty. You were, yeah. Um, no, I was thinking. So I think before I had actually started going to work with no makeup on and hadn't really done my hair at all, which kind of is unlike me. But I was struggling, like I was stressed yes. before lockdown. And now I've actually really enjoyed the sleep and rest oh, of this. Everyone's been skin delightful. just must be amazing. Like the freshness of not having to put makeup on every day it must feel great for some people. It's so nice that when I actually put makeup on the other day, I have forgotten better. how to put foundation yeah, on I, I and it was streaky. Well, I definitely not, not have gotten to a point yeah, where I, I could just wear highlighter. Yeah. And almost just give you a bit of a, like, I've put foundation on it, but actually my skin doesn't look any different. But I started taking collagen in yeah. lockdown because I was having a lot of pain. Like, you know, people forget that, you know, coronavirus is happening, but so is the rest of the yeah, world. Yeah. I was waiting to have hip injections before lockdown. Mm. I hadn't slept for nearly three months and I was in so much pain, like, I just, so I started taking collagen, hoping that it would help my joints. And actually it has helped a bit. So, um, but I think it, I've noticed it's skin. helped my skin and my hair and my nails. No, exactly. So it's actually yeah, been so. quite good. Um, so I think we've smashed grooming, although I think I'm going to talk about braids. I'm yeah, I, know, I still have not come to the conclusion of what I'm going to do after. In what, in terms of what? What you're going to pick I'm, back up and what, what you're I'm going to pick back up and leave. Yeah, I think it, I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to make conscious decisions. I'm just going to do what I do. 
But Brows like a, today I washed my hair. I did not brush it or dry it. <laughs> I just threw it in. I'm not even but I like the mascara. That is me because I just put acid in my hair all the time. So that's what that hasn't changed. Brows is a big thing for me. Yeah. Skin's a big thing. Yeah. I'll tell you what will stop after lockdown. What? Decorative that I keep stopping. The jalapeno cheese. I have. I have eaten. Spicy. So if anyone's ever had the Walker's Max Strong jalapeno cheese crisps they're so good they're so good they're so spicy they need to come with a health warning but i they're addictive they're too spicy they are addictive i've seen people break out into a sweat eating yeah. them Aren't i good. will eat the entire bag and then i'll have stomach ache for two days food. so many people put weight on That's oh my god i put thing. on like half a stone i can't yeah, even think about I've, it i well i mean i have been active and i've been in the house but i've I've just stopped, I started stopping them. Can you imagine? <laughs> well, I think and she's been over for her barbecue. Honestly, since Leanne's been around, we've gone to four massive bag of crisps. Yeah, it's just like, we did if two I the first stuck day. at home, I would be a nightmare. So yeah. I've done, I have to say, like for the first few weeks, I was just eating a lot of junk. Mm. But then after that, cleaned everything up. And I've trained almost every day and been out walking and I've eaten, I actually nice. did a three week like nutrition detox where I just ate whole food, cut dairy, cut sugar, cut everything. I was just that. eating fruit, veg, meat. Um, and you know what? I felt great. And I just lost inflammation. I wasn't trying to do it to lose weight. I was doing it because I had a lot of, I get kind of like IBS symptoms and, and, problems with my gut and swelling and, and inflammation and stuff. And obviously, cause I was having the inflammation with my hips, I was trying to reduce that as well. And it helped, it helped loads. Well, there's also been the flip side that people are trying to have nothing else to do and have up the training and took on new little hobbies. So, sure. So I think it's gone either way for some people. It really has. And I've got a lot of friends on Facebook from the business and I've seen some real Trends. stuff. Yeah. Both ways, but yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's, nice to see some and others are just like well i think some people have either gone like where they eat whatever yeah. and they're drinking sure. 10 times more than they would yeah. do normally yeah. and then there's other people that are like no i'm going to use this to get really fit and there's no right or wrong like everyone is just doing their own thing and that's, that's what i was saying at, well i think that's what i was I'm saying at the beginning like is that obviously we're all in the same storm but we all have our own boats that we're rowing right mm -hmm. and trying to navigate through that storm and there's no right there's no wrong it's just we're just doing it just is and as long as we can accept what is and where we are and we're yeah. doing it for the right reasons for us then it doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks this is a, a judgment-free zone for sure and we all have our own different ways of approaching things and coping i'd say so now that we're kind of i know we're not at the end of the whole coronavirus situation but it has seemed to take a bit of a, a backseat over the last few days with everything that seems to be kicking off around the world. I don't want to get into too much detail about it just because I feel like it's a whole nother podcast of its own. I don't think we could cover it all here, but you know, as an American, I can't speak for my sister, but I know we've talked about this a lot. Um, we were both born in Southern California and grew up there and moved here. I was 14. You were 10, 10 when we first got here. Um, and this is the first time in my entire life of living in this country uh, where I haven't wished I was back at home, where I've actually been so happy. 
to Sorry. be living here. Um, with what's going on back home for our country, it's a real scary, scary time. You know, there's riots and protests mm -hmm. and looting and not just people dying of coronavirus, but other things. And it's quite a, a quite a scary thing. And we were having this conversation yesterday and I do feel like a lot of it has been an underlying issue that's gone on for decades. Um, but I feel like it's been really perpetuated by people losing their sort of civil liberties and freedoms in that country in particular. So it's had a real extremist pull on either end. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's horrific. It's an absolute shit show. Yeah, it's, it's a shit show in every way possible. Everyone is frightened. Everyone is overreacting um, to, well, no, not everyone's overreacting. There's overreactions on some sides. And then I think justified reactions on other sides. And then obviously you know. the chancers who jump on the back of stuff just because they like a rock. Well, yeah, but that's <laughs> all. I mean, as you say, it's a totally different podcast, but it is a, a totally to different podcast. It. But I think what I'm saying is that this has been a global pandemic. It is, there is no one who hasn't been affected by this in one way, shape, or form. It seems to be morphing now. So, people are starting to realize that actually coronavirus isn't the only thing that's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. That has been what we've been flooded with. Yeah. But it is not the only thing that's going on in the world. Um, I have friends who've had to deal with some really horrible things that have been political, like in other countries throughout this. People in the UK might not know this, but like even in places like Spain, Poland, other European countries, they've had such severe lockdowns they haven't been allowed out, out of their house at all and the police knock on their door every day to make sure that they're home that if they go to a supermarket only one person is named mm -hmm. to be allowed to leave the house and then they get stopped by the police on their way home and they check the receipt from the supermarket and they cross check it from their home address and if they've gone to any supermarket that isn't the nearest one to their house they get fined like 1500 euros Wow. They I don't that fuck around what actual anywhere lockdown else. Is. Mm -hmm. like, like, we've been talking a lot about lockdown, but actually, if the and like a if jolly day had done for it some properly, okay. none of us would have even been allowed to do any of the things we've done. This is where I'm like, because I'm like, if someone had said that to me that I absolutely mm -hmm. wasn't allowed to go out, I would have listened. Of course. Yeah. Do you know but what I mean? they haven't. But they've never said Which that. Which is to me. why. I'm yeah. But you and my friend Natalie yeah. are very, very similar. Mm -hmm in that respect and she was nearly having a nervous breakdown being trapped in her house mm -hmm. like that mm. because she's a doer just like you and she is but super no active choice. and she had no choice to be fair to her she also had two children yeah that she that, had think, to take care of and yeah. look after and keep entertained i would find that, that like if i was responsible for children i probably would have thought differently about it as well but i do yeah. you know what i mean yeah can you imagine if i'd have had to homeschool kira no, I feel sorry for no. you. Damn. I would have I felt bad so for bad. her, not me. But I but the way that I mean, obviously it's super political and there's lots going on, but we definitely have not been been given secure guidelines, I don't no. think. We don't really know. And the fact that there are loopholes and the fact that there are little things that pe some people can do, it it isn't right. And, but no. that's not coming from people. That's really coming from the above. Yeah, there were yeah. so many like disagreements about this in my like industry. Oh my saying gosh! Yeah, I'm, I mean, saying that 
cakes on essential. And I was like, well, I mean, wine's not essential, but we were delivering. Exactly. And everyone. This is not essential. Well, people are yelling at the screen. They're going, wine and cake is essential. Yeah, but that's that's precise. Of that's like, not. cake is essential. It's not. So no one told me that I wasn't allowed. No. No one said that to me. So I'm the person that's going to go, all right then. Tell me I can't do it, and I won't. And I won't do yeah. it, yeah. But don't tell me I can't, and I'm going to do it. Of if course. it's going to benefit me. Yeah. And, and benefit me mentally and my business yeah. as well, because I would have I would have been a mess. But I think it's benefited the people. Obviously, the people who've bought those cakes from you, it's benefited them emotionally, really? you know, did, massively. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done it. And to them, it's given them that little ray of hope that day, mm. that little bit of a smile mm. and love. Like, I think food is it's a way of showing and sharing yeah. love it was, right it was a lot of people said they were like oh it was something we just didn't think that we could get so oh, it yeah. was a nice then it was to say oh i was doing the deliveries or whatever they were like oh my gosh this is a, you've made my day because you didn't think that it was possible it's like thank well, god she didn't bring us no cake today, did she? No, uh, no. But she has, she has left oh, cake. Yes. She has left cake for us other times. So I'm not gonna like rail on her too hard. Yeah. So you know, as we kind, I feel like we've done a good job kind of covering most bases. So sort of wrapping up, couple of questions I want you guys to have a think about. How do you think the world is gonna change from all this, Liam? Right. You asked us to think about this. Yeah. I because I was poorly. <laughs> Oh gosh. I know. I just, I've had, a, I feel like I've just had too much to but I don't think it, it, it will, I haven't spent much time thinking about it, so I'm probably not the best person to come to. Kate might be better and then I can maybe dip in with an opinion. Okay. Because I don't particularly think it's going to change for the better. But give me, ask me for examples right now and I'm going to struggle. I don't think you're far off the mark. I don't think it's going to change as much as some people think it's going to change. Like no, there's a lot going on right now. It'd be nice to think that people realize that they don't need certain things like primal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, like things like that. Like yeah. we've obviously gone without it yet. People are queuing for four hours or, exactly. will, or will queue for four hours to get in Ikea. Mm -hmm. So like I've just seen this morning. So okay. but I think people will go back straight back to it. Yeah, they will. And if they didn't, then the whole of human history would be different. Yeah. Like I had a friend who was like, everything's going to change. Uh, the way people holiday will change, the way oh, people work. Yeah, that was and one. if I'm entirely honest, I don't think it will. Cool. I think that maybe in about five, it, for the next year or two, mm -hmm. three maybe, everyone will talk about it. But then people just... just we live in a beautiful talk. country. Mm. But we're desperate to get away from it. Always. And it would be nice... You if guys people, are. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Yeah. It would be nice if people appreciated holidaying in the UK a little bit more. Yeah. But that's not, I don't think that's particularly going to happen. No, nope, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm trying to find, what, what's the, give us some positives. We don't well, I think there's a lot of positives. I think I, there's a huge number of positives. I think, yeah, I think there's But that's another question. I feel like oh, that's, that's the, the second question. part. So like really the first question is how will the world change from this? Like, how do you believe the world is going to change from this? And you've both said you actually don't think it is going to change. Whereas I don't feel, I don't feel like that. I, the world is changing already. Like, look what's happening in America. So th I feel like this has been a catalyst for change across the world in certain ways. I don't believe, like you said, I'm not too sure. I've, 
I actually do think people are going to holiday a little bit differently. I do think people are going to be more mindful about what they spend their money on. I know people who've said to me, I just realized I spend 50 quid a week at Costa Coffee. Right. Uh, Costa can fuck off. Are you telling me that you're not going to go straight back and do that? Yeah, I can't wait. It's I've been People desperate will. for coffee shops. Yeah, there are, but then it's my favorite KFC. thing. Well, but, KFC, like, but yeah. So I've had people say, "I didn't realize how much money I was literally pissing away." Yeah. So I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to use that money to put away and start saving up for X, Y, Z. You know, whatever it is that they've been. Yeah, and they're like, "I couldn't," that. but they thought I couldn't afford to do. Yeah, uh, what I want, and then like actually, I could afford it. I just spend my money on shit. When you sit at home, when all day. Home, yeah. When you're it's out, true. Yeah. once you're and out and about, it's totally yeah. different. You're stressed, and it's like those little weird things that give your day value pleasure. personally and give pleasure. you pleasure. And I think I know a lot of people who are working from home, mm-hmm. and they're so stressed. They're so stressed out because they're expected to keep the same deadlines, mm-hmm. and if anything, both. So my boyfriend and my friend are both working from home and they said their workloads increased. Yeah, Natalie. Natalie said that as well, hasn't she? And it's just out, it's just unbelievably inappropriate that this is happening. Mm -hmm. So do I think life is gonna change in the short term? Yes, I do. Yeah. In the long term, I am very skeptical. So look at a hundred years ago. This happened, this exact same thing happened a hundred years ago. In fact, I just read an article Spanish yesterday, flip. Spanish flip, mm-hmm. in I just read an article yesterday saying that there was an anti-mask movement. Really? Some pricks were like, um, you're like invading our civil liberties to have to wear masks. And they had like 2000 members and the thing I was like, fuck you. So people who are walking around right now with machine guns in Michigan or whatever, who are saying, you know, we don't want to do this. And they think they're special. Yeah. No, those dickheads existed a hundred years ago too. And the, like a hundred, I can't remember how many, I think it was 675,000 people died in America from Spanish flu. Now that's not necessary. Now the last century history is a lot, so it's not worth going into, but how did the world change Mm. after the Spanish flu? Can you name me any ways in which it changed? No, I don't think you can. You could probably name me a couple ways in which the world changed after World War II. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But after Spanish flu, probably not. I, so, I have a feeling it isn't going to be necessarily the stuff that we think is going to change. It's going to change. Yes. I don't think it's going to be the way people holiday or spend their money at Starbucks. I think what it's already changed is people's tolerance levels for things. It's changed people's mm-hmm. outlooks on what's genuinely important. I think it's actually right, made people, now. I think it's made people more extreme in some of their views Very possibly. for the good and the bad, you know, um, and it's been the catalyst of what's kicked off over in America, which I think is going to end up being a real game changer. I for think that, that should be a game changer. Yeah. But I actually believe kind of about that, that it's the tension and the stress and the fear of what's been drilled into them over there, over this situation that has really, it's been like the kindling under the fire that was already slowly burning, right? I mean, we know that racism in that country, there's been a race issue that has always grumbled over there. Um, But I feel like the fear and the intolerance and um, once people start feeling like 
liberties are being taken away in a country where that's what they've built the country on. Um, I feel like that is what's going to change the most. We're about to see a revolution over there of some kind. Is that coronavirus? I feel like it's just been perpetuated. It sure feels like it is, and I don't. I, I don't think I'm they're directly sure. linked. Wrong. They're not directly linked. I yeah. think it's the whatever anyone was feeling already. All of that's been heightened yeah. throughout this crisis. So the second, yeah, yeah, one of those, you know, yeah. the second yeah. a black person was murdered by a policeman, okay. it's kicked. It doesn't mean that it wouldn't have kicked no, off. Yeah, you think it's got it. But everyone's like, already heightened, tense, tense yeah. fearful. Yeah. Fear breeds anger. Mm-hmm. Anger brings revolt. Okay. You know, that's just the way it is. So. I don't know what's going to happen over there. I don't know how it's going to change, but I do believe the world is going to change in some ways. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. So second part of the question is, how would you hope the world would change from this? I mean, that's totally different. That's, yeah. I hope, one of my biggest hopes would be environmental. You know, the way that the world has, all the cities have cleaned up the less pollution, less, I mean, people are still littering. Oh my idiots. God, that is mad. This is the one thing that is uh, It's been so bad. Hands. What it's is wrong with them? so bad. Everywhere. Everywhere. The Everywhere. rubber gloves on the floor, oh, I can't handle honestly, it. Honestly, I went for a walk near Hebden Bridge the other day and it was horrific. Mm. It doesn't... Like we wanted to call the police on some kids because it was that, they were littering was that bad. Oh yeah, my gosh. So bad. And I, I was I saw a lady on the trail litter picking the other day, and I said, "Just what people don't like you." But I, that's one thing I've really noticed yeah. around here. Yeah. But then it just sure. goes to show you that actually people are still people, regardless of what's going on. Sure. And there's always going to be someone. There's, and the problem is, is that nobody thinks collectively. Yeah. In the right ways. So when it comes to voting, and actually being involved in politics and local and national politics, mm-hmm. people think of themselves as individuals. So they say it doesn't matter yeah. if they vote, they're only one person. Yeah. Yeah. When something like this happens, yeah. they are so collectively minded and they're like, well, we're all locked down. We're all this, we're all that. Then all of a sudden you go down to the canal and it's full of litter and you're like, wait, yeah, wait a second. No, this is just you being a dickhead. That's it. That's, yeah. that's, that's the only part of it. Will people stop being dickheads? No, they won't. No. That will never change ever. But I hope one of my biggest hopes is environmental wise. I hope, I would yeah. love if the cities, like Sadiq Khan in London was talking about um, not, I was actually keeping some areas pedestrianized for cycles, buses and pedestrians yeah. and never letting cars back in there. And I was like, oh, that would actually be amazing. Mm-hmm. I would love that. So that would be my hope. I would hope that people realized that they found something that was important to them and stuck with it and when the noise starts again just so deafening the noise of life is so deafening and when it starts again i just hope they remember what happens you know that they remember it's almost like a dream that you remember yeah because it will feel like a dream in a couple years time this will feel like a dream and you'll be like i can't even remember what we did or how we survived or what happened you know and so that's kind of what I hope. What do you hope will change, Leanne? I'm really not a deep thinker, <laughs> <laughs> It's the eye, it's the eyebrow tint. I was just like, oh, it's yes, so good point, Kate, yes. 
I honestly, I'm, I'd go through life not deep, not really thinking about these things. Like, I just get, I just crack on. But you're right. Like and like, no, things like the environment, obviously, that is one thing that would be amazing. But I'm not going to sound terrible. I'm like, sorry, podcast. What do you like about lockdown? Nothing. You don't like those quiet places? I look, no, because they're not quiet. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's a whole fucking point. <laughs> It's supposed to be. What what I've actually noticed is like the bins never get emptied. You know, like public bins are literally overflowing everywhere. Oh my God. There's beer bottles everywhere. My friends have a pest control company in London. No, right now. My friends have a pest control company in London and they were like, so they're super busy. Yeah. Because oh my God. Control, because there's, the animals, the animals are so are, fucking bold. Yeah. Yeah. They are bold literally. <laughs> it's like a zoo so no in London. Anywhere. Yeah. And I honestly, this is lockdown life. I spent 40 minutes watching some pigeons the ah. other day. Uh, and uh, there was little bits of crumbs and this one bruiser like came over and I was watching the sort of dynamics between them. And I was like, this is my life. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I what word, what were we going with? What do you like about lockdown? Oh yeah, you're saying it's quiet than when it's not. That was the main. That would have been lovely. But the places that I've been going have not been quiet. I can't wait till cinemas reopen. That'll be amazing. I said that to someone the other day, and they're like, "What do you miss most of going to the cinema?" Yeah, I just and, oh my god, I can't believe it. Okay, the best thing ever about coronavirus. There's nothing good. But if there is going <laughs> to be something good, it's that I read that when the cinemas reopen. Tell me they can't sit next to each other. Yeah. <gasps> yes. No one can sit next to you in the cinema. This is the best thing to that have ever happened. Great news. Yeah, it is not is worth we, coronavirus. No. But if we need it's to what, take a silver yeah. lining, that's yeah, it. Yeah, because we love so, we are cinema. And I swear people. to God, when someone sits next to you, you're like, are you shitting me? Yeah. What, uh, really? I'm on the rest without it yeah. being an issue. There'll, like, probably, be, there'll probably be two seats. We get so angry, though. We get so angry forever. A lot to appreciate that one. It'll, it'll probably be for the next few months at least. Oh, Cinema right minutes, up. That's like scary movies. I'll be like, excuse me. Uh, and no. I actually miss going out for dinner. Like I miss yes, going for a do. meal, like a nice meal a somewhere. And yeah, I, I do miss that. So yeah. that'll be nice. But to me, you know, I suppose for me, when I think about what I hope, how I hope the world will change, what I do know is that my life will change forever my life will never be the same after this i know that my life yeah maybe maybe yeah like i don't think my mom's life has changed very much yeah because she's retired anyway yeah and you guys have been taken out of it and you've had your have has changed so much whereas mine hasn't no mine has changed so i've not been pissed if the first week was anything to go by then and that was the same situation like we were in norfolk the week before and i was pissed off that I couldn't get any bread from this bar and it was day one. Yeah, <laughs> I was so I wouldn't, I would, if I had been in your situation, Kate, yes, I probably would have sat long and hard thinking about this. Yeah. But you've just been cracking on. I've which cracked on. And I can't, apart from seeing people and going to the movies and going for dinner, I don't think much has changed. So that's not forced me to think about that. No. But again, that's everybody's. Um, experience has been different for me I know my life will never be the same again like my relationships with family and friends are better I am crystal clear about you know who I am and what I want from my life 
um, I've had some real um, realizations about myself and what I've been doing and, and things that I need to change and just old shit that I need to let go of to make sure that I can let in, you know, newer, greater, better things moving forward. And I know that my life is going to change for the better moving forward. I, I'm more self-aware. Um, my self-worth is better. My connection to myself is better. And I just feel way more at peace, but that's just me. And I know that I'm going to be able to carry that in going forward. I would just hope that for the world, that a lot of people have had a little taste of that where what's really important to them has become more to the forefront of their mind. I don't think it is for everyone, but I do I think that there's almost nothing you can generalize about this situation. You know what I thought about the other day? And I know it is sorry, it's slightly it's not off it's not off, I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to have to shut you both up soon because this podcast has already gone on way too long. So well, I just want to say this thought. one thing is my final thought anyway. I know I was one of those people that was like, it's a flu. Loads of people die from the flu. And I wasn't like, I wasn't bitchy about it, but I was no. like, I need to see more about why this is different. And fucking we saw it and we saw it big time. Mm-hmm. Now we have the highest number of deaths in Europe and there's lots of reasons for that. But something occurred to me the other day, what, about 40,000 now? And that is, I tell you right now, that number is not real. It's at least double, if not triple, because no one's been tested who's died. But that's not the point I was going to make. That's not true. I was going to say they test people. They test everyone who dies because people who test everyone who dies. Yeah, because I need to see that information. They test people. Of course, they test everyone who dies. That's because people who have like cancer and are dying of cancer, if they had coronavirus, it's getting marked down as a fucking coronavirus death. Okay, piss so off that, you had cancer that, that happens but that so, is, so that's, that's bullshit, bullshit. I, call so bullshit. That, yeah, I call bullshit too. Um, that's yeah, on, so yeah you guys the, you you guys are so well informed that i i sit i'm there. not saying that when it, I, i'm I, not saying i'm just saying i just want everyone to know that i'm the one who reads all of the news and knows all of the stats and these two just jump the fuck on me fully understand and i think probably what i meant what meant more was the number of people who've had coronavirus yeah totally but of course because they're not doing the antibody tests everywhere yet. No. We, we get that. So, so but, but I my, actually don't think you would ever know. I've had this conversation mm-hmm. before. You would never know how many people, you, you would never know how many people have it, have had yeah. it without testing every single person in the entire country mandatory. And you'd have to test everyone for it and for an antibody test. You'd have to do both. And you'd have to antibody test someone at regular intervals to see if they managed, like somehow contracted it from the last time. It's like anything, any test is a snapshot in time. Is, are all uh, other countries doing the testing? They do more than we do. They do more testing than us. Okay. So so you don't think that they are just putting a lot of it down as coronavirus, even even though they were related, like other deaths? A lot of people put it down as coronavirus. Okay, so it's a totally different topic of conversation. Oh. And the if you guys wanted you to get it. into the, I know, no, 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 but if you wanted to get into the nitty gritty <laughs> of no. can't stand the heat, no. don't get yeah. in the kitchen. Don't get in the podcast. I have Ooh. no desire to discuss that with you. Guys. <laughs> but my point was is that I was sitting there thinking the other day, and I was like, you know what, forty thousand people, it's a lot. It's, it's bad. It's bad. But I can't understand 
if it's bad or how it's bad. Okay. And then it occurred to me that it's 40,000. You're anyway, actually right. You're right on camera, mom. You're like directly, <laughs> whole face. Per Let's like see your eyebrows. <laughs> um, and, oh, fuck it, never mind. Go on. Sorry. Uh, shit no don't, don't because my oh, editing no. skills are not good enough to edit this shit out so you better no, just finish your yeah i was gonna say that forty thousand people i can't understand but i can understand forty thousand families okay. and when i thought about it like that i was like oh shit you know forty thousand families across the country how many people are in a family so many so many people have been affected by it so many people have been hurt so many people have been yeah, but no one hasn't been affected by it. You know, I understand what you're saying. I'm trying to take it away from the fact. I'm trying to take it away from the fact that it is coronavirus versus lockdown. And they're two different things. Yes. They oh, yeah, are. of course they are. They are. And it's easy to forget when you're sat at home and you can't go to KFC or you can't go, you know, because yeah. we have been like, you can't go anywhere. I feel like I'd have a completely different on it like someone close to me like, of I know course that, you yeah, would I know that, but then my cousin you know my cousin's had it and i would have just remembered it. oh my god well, yeah jesus uh, an hour 30 <laughs> know, into the podcast really so i mean i just forget so i do know someone that's had it but not someone mega close to me that i've seen the impact that it's had so yeah. I probably feel different, but. anyway kate maybe that was the first bit of ag well I just want to thank you both for being willing to do this That's with right. me. It's been really fun. It's nice to have something a little bit different. Yeah. A slightly different structure and just kind of have an open conversation about it. Yeah. What? I had a full on conversation about it, yeah. What, coronavirus and lockdown? It's literally all I talk about. It's literally all I talk about. I don't do anything else. I have to talk about it. I don't have a life. <laughs> I don't talk about it that no. much. But, but no, we kind of we, don't. When we, yeah. we meet, we don't talk about it. Oh, because you guys have done other and shit. I think you don't I talk about it with me else. because I'm probably not the best person to talk about. I don't talk about it with people who are not living in London. Because your no, experience that. is so different. No, yeah, I get that as well. And actually, I've come up and I, I can see that your experience is different. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, not better or worse, just totally different. Because places like Birmingham stuff had the worst outbreaks of it. it better yeah yeah a thousand times better yeah it's just Sorry, outside of the city yeah because there's nowhere to go no hmm. well i'm grateful for having both of you here anyway i'm grateful that the lockdown is lifting slightly and things are having some positive movement forward yeah it's so amazing so thank know. you yeah. So we're going to end it there today. And I just want to thank everybody for listening. If you can, if you feel like that podcast was worth a five-star review, please feel free to leave one because it helps us get in the ears of more listeners and that change more lives. I feel like I was like a three. I'm giving myself like 2.9. I know. I feel like a big self up if nothing else. I'm comparing myself to my favorite podcast. I mean, I'm, I'm just one of those people. I'm just one of those people that if I'm going to leave a review at all, I'm going to leave a five-star review. Or I don't. Or I just all. don't. 
do it, then we're five. Because I don't want five. Yeah. Straight up five. So it's five stars or no stars. You know how it goes. That's an excellent point. Uh, And, you know, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and we will see you the next time. Until next time, if you can't be blonde, be strong. strong. Peace. Might need to work on that one.